This is God's servant Dilip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Greetings in Jesus' name. What a glorious name. Throughout the service, we've been celebrating the name of Jesus. God bestowed the highest name. He exalted the name of Jesus above everything so that every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Are you grateful for this name? His name is beautiful. His name is glorious. His name is wonderful. His name is powerful. Hallelujah. His name is matchless. You cannot match the name of Jesus with any other name. So powerful name, pure name, holy name, the name of Jesus. And that name, the righteous ones, we run to it and we are safe in that name. The name is protecting you. The name of Jesus is protection. Hallelujah. It's guarding you. It's guiding you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God wants to speak to you. Have you come here with a big heart to gather in, gather in all the seats? Have you? Have you come here with a big heart to gather in all the seats? Have you? Hallelujah. If you are, say with me, I am here to gather, to treasure, to ponder, and to see the fulfillment of God's word over my life. This is what we heard throughout this service. Treasure God's word. Hallelujah. Fulfillment. We have to look forward for the fulfillment of God's word over our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's open our Bibles to Luke chapter 1, verse 26 down. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. God is ministering a coherent word to us from different passages. He's doing something special in our lives. So wanting us to know something in this season. Because God is doing something special. You believe that? He's doing something special. Amen. Tell your neighbor, obey and live. Say, listen and live. We heard that now. Listen and live. Obey and live. Amen. Let's read Luke chapter 1 verse 26 down. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. Mary was favored in the eyes of the Lord. A special favor, a special anointing to fulfill a special calling. Hallelujah. We all are favored of the Lord. Specially favored. Specially anointed for a special calling. Each one of us, we have a special calling over our lives. God-given calling. And it is special. 
for that God has empowered us with special favor and special anointing. Amen. Verse 29. But she was very perplexed at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation this was. But she was very perplexed at this statement. And other version says, she was deeply troubled, confused and disturbed at the statement of Gabriel. Mary kept pondering what kind of salutation this was. She kept revolving in her mind what such a greeting might mean. Mary tried to figure out what is this meaning, what is it meant. She's trying to make sense out of what angels spoke to her. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Hallelujah. First of all, Mary was absolutely confused about what was happening. And she was still pondering about, what, about the salutation, what the angel told her. Then the angel announced an unexpected betrothal gift. What was that? What was the gift? That a baby, a baby boy will be born into her womb before her wedding. Marriage preparations are exciting. You agree with me? Yes. So exciting. We, recently, we just had a marriage in our church last month. Some of us are still lingering on the excitement of their wedding. Right? So Mary, in the same way, she was very excited about her wedding. She was already engaged with Joseph and was having a dream. She was just dreaming about living a life with Joseph. Dreaming of to live with her husband. And she was already engrossed in the preparations of the wedding. She might have already given her gown for stitching. She might have already selected her ornaments. She might have been undergoing beauty treatments. She might have already given order or selected her beautician. She was making herself ready to be with Joseph. At this time, she is definitely not. She is definitely not bothered about maternity dresses. Baby dresses, flannel, diaper, napkins. She is not even thinking about that. You know why? Because still now, she is a virgin. She was a virgin, betrothed to Joseph, a righteous man. So this girl who was excitedly waiting to get married got an unexpected gift. The announcement regarding a baby in her womb before her marriage. Verse 30. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, 
for you have found favor with God and behold you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus he will be great and will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will have no end the angel is talking to Mary the bride to be what was her response verse 34 Mary said to her how can this be since I am a virgin Mary did not scream she did not cry she did not make a big fuss about that she did not even doubt she had only one question how can this be since I am a virgin see that question I love the way she phrased that question her question was very relevant she did not ask the question because she doubted that a virgin can bear a son she asked the question because she was the betrothed woman going to marry to an honorable man so the angel understood the intensity of that question and he answered her verse 35 the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. The angel explained her questions in three simple phrases. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. For that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. The angel in fact said, Mary, you will become pregnant, not of blood, nor of the will of man, nor of the will of flesh, but of God. Right. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 36. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age. And she who was called barren is now in her sixth month. For nothing will be impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. A woman who is well advanced in age getting pregnant is not impossible with God. A virgin getting pregnant is not impossible with God. And nothing is impossible with God. I want you to shout and say, nothing is impossible with God. Look at the impossible situations in your life and say, nothing is impossible with my God. Red Sea parting is not impossible with God. Jordan standing still and standing on in one heap is not impossible with God. The fall of Jericho the wall of Jericho is not impossible with God. The dead coming back to life is not impossible with God. The blind seeing, the deaf hearing, the mute speaking is not impossible with God. Money from the mouth of the fish is not impossible with God. Feeding 5,000 men with five loaves of bread and two fish is not impossible with God. Turning water into wine is not impossible with God. For nothing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know that something impossible has already happened in our life? It has already happened in our lives. 
Yes, you and me becoming the children of God. It was impossible. We were born into the kingdom of God. Not of blood. Not of the flesh. Not of the will of man. But of God. It was impossible with man. But God made it possible. Amen. So nothing is impossible with God. If you're waiting on the Lord for some impossible things, know that there is nothing impossible with God. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible with God if you are ready to lift up the staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and you divide it. Nothing is impossible with God if you are carrying the Ark of the Covenant and you are allowing the edge of your feet, the soles of your feet to touch the edge of the water of Jordan. Nothing is impossible with God if you're shouting praises and walking around the wall of Jericho. Nothing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible with God if you're listening and obeying God. Nothing is difficult for God. Hallelujah. When you're asked to pour water in the stone jars, and serve it. Do it faithfully without doubting. The water will turn into wine because Jesus said so. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible with God. God is telling this again and again. We heard it during worship also, worship time. That is nothing impossible with God. Hallelujah. God won't do Bring some, some good news for you. He wants to do some impossibilities for you. What you thought that was impossible, God wants to make it possible. Like I always say, when the word of God comes, it comes with grace and power. It is packed with power, creative power. Receive God's word and it will be a breakthrough in your life. Hallelujah. Receive it. Verse 38. And Mary said, Behold, the bone slave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. What did Mary say? What did the bride say? Behold, the bone slave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. She agreed to the proposal of the heaven and foregone her dreams and aspirations. She decided to keep her wedding gown away. She decided to keep everything away. But she wanted to embrace the call of God upon her life so dearly. She embraced the word of God. Amen. In that short span of time, Mary understood that the calling of God upon her life is more precious than anything else. It is more precious than any frills and fancies of life. It is more precious than any celebrations of this world. When Mary said, Behold, the bone slave of the Lord, may it be done according to me, to your word, she gave right to the Holy Spirit to open her virgin womb. She gave permission to God to take over her physical being. She did not bother about anything she did not bother about her good name, her parents, her siblings, her family lineage. 
She did not bother about Joseph. She did not bother about his future, her dreams, her desires. She did not bother about anything. Mary surrendered her life to the call of God. She cherished the title, born slave of the Lord. She cherished the title, born slave of the Lord, more than the title as a daughter. More than the title as a young virgin. More than the title as a wife. More than the title as a descendant of Aaron, the first priest of God. She treasured and valued this high calling of God. She was willing to sacrifice anything and everything so that she can carry this child, the son of God, in her womb. She prioritized Jesus over everything else. Dear born again Christian, do you know that we carry Jesus, the son of God, in us? When we accepted Jesus Christ, when we gave permission to the Holy Spirit, he came to dwell in us. We might not have gone through the way the Mary went through. We might not have taken a decision like how Mary took. We might not have forgone our dreams, titles, visions, hopes, like how Mary forgo. We might not have realized the weight of God's calling upon our lives like how Mary understood. I want to tell you something today. You are not different from Mary. Jesus, the Son of God, was birthed into our beings when we once said, Jesus, I need you. Come into my life. If you haven't thought about this before, Holy Spirit, your God, wants you to think upon this, ponder upon it, take time and ponder. What are you doing with this great calling? Can you see yourself as a born slave of Jesus Christ? Did you forego anything to carry this great gift? Is your dream matching with God's calling over your life? Is your priorities matching? With God's calling? Is your character matching with God's calling over your life? Can others see Jesus living in you? Are you birthing Jesus into someone else's space? Like how Mary birthed Jesus into this world? Mary had to forego something so dear to embrace God's calling upon her life. Look at any heroes of the Bible. They all had sacrificed something, foregone something to embrace the call of God. You agree with me? Any character in the Bible, any heroes of the Bible, they have foregone something to embrace the call of God in their lives. Salvation came free. It did not cost you anything. But the call of God over your life demands something from you. It will not come cheap. I want the born-again Christians, the children of God, to understand this. Salvation came free, but the call of God upon your life, it is not cheap. You have to give something. Hallelujah. If you want to move with the Spirit, 
you need to walk with the spirit if you want to walk with the spirit you need to know the spirit of god if you want to know the spirit of god you need to spend time with the word of god with the holy spirit you need to spend time you need to spend your energy you need to spend your whole being you need to know that you are a born slave of the lord then you will excel in your calling hallelujah the call of god in your life is not cheap it is precious you cannot embrace the call of god and worldly pleasures at the same time no you cannot serve god and mammon at the same time no jesus said in luke chapter 9 verse 62 luke 962 whenever i read the scripture the picture that comes to my mind is lot's wife no one after putting his hand on the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of god no one once you fix your gaze on jesus you cannot turn back you know why because everything that is behind is done because the glorious one is standing before you the call of god over your life is in front of you why you want to look back no one is fit whoever is looking back he is not fit for the kingdom of jesus christ verse 38 luke chapter 1 verse 38 and mary said behold the bond slave of the lord may it be done to me according to your word and the angel departed from her now at this time mary arose and went in a hurry to the hill country to a city of juda and entered the house of zacharias and greeted elizabeth when elizabeth heard mary's greeting the baby leaped in her womb and elizabeth was filled with the holy spirit and she cried out with a loud voice and said blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb and how has it happened to me that the mother of my lord would come to me for behold when the sound of your greeting reached my ears the baby leaped in my womb for joy and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the lord hallelujah now at this time mary arose in a hurry hurry she arose in a hurry she couldn't contain the joy within her she was singing praises unto the lord she wanted to meet elizabeth because angel told that elizabeth your relative who was well advanced in years is a baby is with a child now she is bearing a child and she wanted to congratulate elizabeth for the awesome work of the lord and mary came to elizabeth mary came to elizabeth i want you to picturize this with me mary came to meet elizabeth so mary and elizabeth they are standing together two human impossibilities are standing together two medical impossibilities are having a meeting two biological mysteries are greeting each other a virgin womb with a child and an old womb with a child the mother of jesus and the mother of the forerunner of jesus two impossibilities i hope you are picturing that 
two impossibilities are standing before you now. A virgin womb with a child and an old womb with a child. Mother of Jesus and mother of the forerunner of Jesus. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? This is the season where God is declaring. He's shouting that nothing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible with God. If you have doubt about that, that just picturize Mary and Elizabeth standing together and greeting and smiling and sharing the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 41. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was, was filled with the Holy Spirit. Mary came and greeted Elizabeth. Mary did not say much. She just greeted her. And that was enough. The baby in the womb, Elizabeth's womb, leaped when he heard Mary's greeting. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what the Spirit of the Lord does. If you are a carrier of the presence of the Lord, your presence is spiritually significant everywhere you go. Hallelujah. Your voice, your touch, your gaze, your handkerchief, everything. Everything about you is spiritually significant. Whether or not it is acknowledged in the physical realm. That doesn't matter. But you know, when you step into that one place, because you carry the presence of Jesus, always know the darkness in that place will flee. It has to flee. Because Jesus stepped in when you stepped in. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Mary did not carry Jesus just inside her womb, but she carried Jesus in every bit of her being. Mary's voice was so empowered by the presence of the one who was inside of her. And that resulted in John the Baptist leaping in Elizabeth's womb. That resulted in Elizabeth filled, being filled with the Holy Spirit. And that resulted in Elizabeth moving in the gift of word of knowledge, prophecy, because she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 42, and she cried out with a loud voice and said, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what has been spoken to her by the Lord. Elizabeth is prophesying in the spirit that Mary is blessed because she believed that the word that came to her will be fulfilled. There will be a fulfillment of God's word upon her life. Because of that, she is believed. And the Holy Spirit is teaching us now that the word can make you blessed all the more. When you believe that there will be a fulfillment of God's word spoken of your life, you are getting blessed all the more. And you are unlocking the true blessedness in your life. That's the power of God's word. 
merely listening to the merely listening to the word is not going to do much merely listening to the word is not going to do much you have to respond to the word you have to believe the word you got to receive the word amen and she cried out with a loud voice and said blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb and how has it happened to me and the mother of my lord would come to me for behold when the sound of your greeting reached my ears the baby leaped in my womb for joy and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the lord that is holy spirit conversation they were filled with the holy spirit that is the holy spirit conversation where nothing stands in the way no age difference no family relations no experience no pride just holy spirit conversation speaking by the spirit allow holy spirit to speak amen it will result in glorious conversations it will only glorify god it reveals the mighty works of god hallelujah and it will result in magnifica my soul magnifies the lord it will result in magnifica let's read that verse 46 and mary said and mary said i wish we had the band here so that we can sing this and mary said my soul exalts the lord and my spirit has rejoiced in god my savior for he has had regard for the humble state of his bond slave and for behold from this time on all generate all generations will count me blessed mary is acknowledging that god has been mindful of her humble state and because of that god gifted mary with the gift of jesus and he is again acknowledging that that is a blessedness to her and because of that blessedness all generations will call me blessed she truly found that the blessedness in her is jesus christ verse 49 for the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is his name and his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him he has done mighty deeds with his arm he has scattered those who were proud in the thoughts of their heart he has brought down rulers from their thrones and has exalted those who were humble he has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty handed but god has regarded mary because of her humble state because she was a, she was truly a born slave of the lord god did not give this privilege of becoming jesus mother to any other proud person she he chose mary because mary was humble god did not choose any proud person to carry his son because he is opposed to the proud but he gives grace to the humble and god gave grace to mary so so that she could bear the
the son of God in her womb. Be humble under the mighty hand of God. Amen. Humility is a blessed state. Do not think too highly of yourself. That you are this, that you are that. I am from this family. I walk in that MNC. I'm so gifted. I'm so powerful. I am an expert. I'm better than him. I'm better than her. Do not be proud. Remember, at your very best, you are just a breath. God wants to remind that today. Psalm 103 verse 15 to 18. I want you to take a deep breath. If you are not able to take another breath, you're gone. You're like a flower that fades away. Remember, at your very best, you are just a breath. Psalm 103 verses 15 to 18. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. When the wind has passed over it, it is no more. Please say with me, it is no more. And its place acknowledges no longer. But the loving kindness of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. And his righteousness to children's children, to those who keep his covenant and remember his precepts to do, to do them. If you are humble and obedient, you will reign in the eternal life of God. If you are humble and obedient, you will not be like the flower that quickly fades away. But you will reign in life. You will enjoy the fullness of life. You will enjoy the everlasting life of God. Amen. Verse 54. He has given help to Israel. Who is that? Jacob, his servant, in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. I love this Mary. I love her so much. I love this Mary, mother of Jesus, because of all his virtues. But one thing stands out about her. She was a woman of the word of God. Scripture testifies that. We already read. She pondered in her heart. Elizabeth told, you are blessed because you have the word of God in you and you're waiting for the fulfillment of God's word. I want to read Luke chapter 2, verse 16 to 19. This event happened when the angel announced the birth of Jesus to the shepherds. Luke chapter 2, 16 to 19. So they, that is shepherds, so the shepherds came in a hurry and found the way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. And when they had seen this, they made known the statement, the word which had been told them about the child. They just declared what the angels told to the shepherds. And when they heard that, all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. They were so, so wondered at the word that came to them. They were so marveled at the word. They were saying, I have never seen, I have never heard such a prophetic word. Such a marvelous word, such a wonderful word. Wow, so good. They were so wondered at the word that came to them. But, the scripture says that, but, Mary treasured all these things and pondering them in her heart. 
that is very important. You can be so wondered about the word that is coming to you right now. After this message, you might come to me and say, Nisha, that word was so powerful, so prophetic, so encouraging. You should encourage whoever is preaching. I'm not against that. But that word should not be a just wonder to you. It should do something to you. You should treasure the word of God. Hallelujah. And you have to ponder it again and again. You have to meditate upon the word that came to you again and again. Mary treasured God's word. Mary treasured what has been spoken to her fathers, her ancestors, to Jacob. We just read that. To Abraham and his descendants, Mary treasured all these words spoken to her fathers and pondered them in her heart. So because of this good virtue in her, she joyfully, cheerfully, merrily, excitedly accepted the call of God upon her life. And how did it come? It came through an angel. She did not doubt. And willingly, she gave permission to carry Jesus in her womb. She treasured God's word. The prophecies made earlier through several prophets. She treasured God's promise to her forefather, Abraham. I want to read the scripture. God's promise to Abraham. Genesis chapter 22, verses 17 to 18. She treasured the word that came to her forefather, Abraham. Indeed, I will greatly bless you and I will greatly multiply your seed. As the stars of the heavens and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your seed shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because you have obeyed my voice. Tre Mary treasured this word and pondered on this word. And was waiting for the fulfillment of this word. Hope you are getting what I am trying to say. And again, God's promise to Jacob, Genesis chapter 28, verse 14. God's promise to her forefather, Jacob. Your descendants will also be like the dust of the earth. And you will spread out to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and in your descendants shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Mary treasured this word. She pondered upon this word. She waited for the fulfillment of this word. Genesis chapter 49 verses 9 to 10. Judah is a lion cub with a prey, my son. You have gone high up the mountain. He stooped down, he crouched like a lion. Unlike a lioness who dares provoke and arose him. The scepter of leadership shall not depart from Judah nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until Shiloh, the Messiah, the peaceful one, comes to whom it belongs, and to him shall be the obedience of the people. Mary treasured this word in her heart. Mary pondered this word in her heart, and she waited for the fulfillment of this word promised to her forefathers. Mary treasured the promise, of, promise that came to David. And Mary treasured the promise of the nation of Israel, which came through various prophets. 
Micah chapter 5 verse 2. Because of you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you, one will go forth for me and to be ruler in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. Mary treasured this word in her heart. Hope you're getting me. Mary treasured. She pondered this word in her heart. She was waiting for the fulfillment of this word. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 and 7. For a child will be born to us. A son will be given to us. And the garment will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his garment or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. The seal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. This word too. Mary treasured and pondered and was waiting for the fulfillment. And I want to read one more scripture. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14. Isaiah 7.14 Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with a child and bear a son. And she will call his name Emmanuel. Behold, a virgin shall bear a son. Mary knew this word. She treasured this word. She pondered this word. And she was waiting for the fulfillment of God's word. So Mary treasured all this word and pondered over it again and again in her heart. So that when the fullness of time came, she was ready for it and she took it by force. When the angel told her that the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you and for this reason the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God, Mary was quick to realize that she was the virgin prophesied years ago. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She was quick to realize that her baby, the baby in her womb is the seed of Abraham, the lion of Judah, the descendant of David, Emmanuel, wonderful, counselor, mighty God, eternal father, prince of peace. She knew that. Yes, it was overwhelming to her. It was perplexing. It was troubling. But she was quick enough to seize it and grab hold of it. Knowing that it was the fulfillment of God's word given to generations past. Hallelujah. Many people might have thought that Mary was stupid. She compromised on her bright future, her dreams and visions and so on, and ended up bearing a child before her wedding. She was taking a huge risk. People thought like that. By giving heed to the word of an angel, not even God, an angel came and told her. But Mary was the wisest in the eyes of God. Because she treasured God's word and she pondered God's word and she waited for the word to fulfill in her life. Amen. Mary was well aware of the prophetic timing and what was about to take place. 
after hearing this what do you think she was well aware of that right she connected it very immediately she was not afraid of the angel scripture says that she was greatly perplexed at the word that came to her she was not afraid of the angel she was not afraid of to, to see the, the the angelic being no scripture clearly says that she was greatly perplexed at the word that came to her because it came to her it came to mary what the generations of the old have waited on what the nation of israel has waited on what the prophets of old has prophesied on it has finally come to her she was perplexed by the weight of the prophetic fulfillment of god's word which came to her because the word of god came and fulfilled in her life mary was already the word in her made her ready what she pondered about gave her the time sense and she grabbed the opportunity of lifetime that's what mary did she grabbed the opportunity of a lifetime the incidents that took place after that reveals she was so excited she couldn't stop her excitement and she hurried to meet elizabeth while i was uh, writing the notes i could see mary singing and dancing and shouting and jumping and going to meet when she went to meet elizabeth and that joy just filled in my heart she always rejoiced at the fulfillment of god's word she quickly adapted to the stage to god to show up she quickly adapted to be the stage to god to show up hallelujah in our lives god is giving us so many stages how are we responding right now we heard about our reason outreach to calicut if you cherish the call of god over your life you will not be disappointed amen always know that you are a stage for god to display his wonder amen whether the people receive it or not it doesn't matter when you stand upon the stage know that you are a born slave of the lord it is the master's work you are a born slave master will know how to work master will know how to do things he knows how to speak you are a stage to the holy spirit hallelujah prophecies prophesied by god's prophets prophecies prophesied by god's prophets god's servants are awaiting to be fulfilled in your life do you wonder why it is not happening do not blame the prophets the pastors the men of god the women of god when the prophecies came to us with much excitement and wonder we received the prophecy we received the word like how when the shepherd told the people all those them all of them were just received the word with much wonder the same way when the prophecies come when the word of god comes to us we receive those words with much excitement and with much wonder 
and we hear the word after that what happened you want a breakthrough in your life this is a secret what did you do with that word do we remember do we even remember those prophecies that fell upon our lives do we even ponder on those words do we have the time sense do we grab the opportunities these days have we are coming to the end of 2022 god is waiting to fulfill his word upon your life are you ready we've been hearing this message from the start of this service i'm going to read one last scripture isaiah chapter 55 verses 10 and 11 isaiah chapter 55 verses 10 and 11 for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and making it bare and sprout and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater so will my word be which goes forth from my mouth it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what i desire and without succeeding in the matter of which i sent it the rain will come the snow will come the seed will come down from heaven and waiting to water the earth but the earth has to be ready this is what i want to say god is ready but the medium in which the uh, the seed has to fall the medium in which it has to sprout and come forth must be available we have to be available with god's timing we have to move with the spirit we need to discern the climate change we need to discern the season and we have to move with the spirit of god our medium our heart should be ready make your heart ready treasure god's word nurture it water it embrace it stimulate it it will surely take root and it will sprout and bear fruit in every season we have been we, we have been hearing again and again the seed principle the gift of giving preaching of the gospel of jesus christ the true blessedness of a pure heart how to stand firm how to treasure god's word all these words are preparing us for the next season i want you to get this this is a season of progress that is coming it is there and these words are preparing us for the season when the opportune time comes we will not even know unless we are tuned to the heaven's timing that is very important when the opportune time come we should know how can we know when we move with the spirit when we walk with the spirit when we are tuned to the voice of the holy ghost we have to move with the spirit amen what you need in your life is the word of god and you need to treasure the word of god and you need to ponder the word of god again and again and you have to wait for the fulfillment of god's word promised over your life otherwise the next season it will be difficult for you to stand firm because the next season 
is the season for the righteous ones. Hallelujah. It is the season for the righteous ones. And the righteous can live only by one way. By faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Amen. Without the word of God. Without treasuring God's word in our hearts. Without pondering God's word in our hearts. Without waiting for the fulfillment of God's word in our heart. We cannot live this life. Because this life we live in the life of God, Jesus Christ. The spirit life. Amen. God bless you with this word. Hallelujah. Are you blessed by that word? Amen. What a powerful word that was. I hope you are not just in wonder of the word, but also decide to treasure the word, man, and decide to ponder upon that word, man. You should know that one thing that uh, really struck me is the fact that Mary was no, um, yeah, no different from us. She was not Miss uh, Nazareth. She was not Miss Nazareth. She was not very popular or anything of that sort. She was just a, an obscure, ordinary teenager probably humble humble person to whom god decided to send the word she immediately connected and that's amazing that how it came about when today uh, nisha was ministering how she immediately connected to the word that the angel brought her she was able to relate to the prophecy she was able to relate to the word which came to her father she was able to relate to the the word which came to the nation of israel amen and uh, many a times we are so disconnected. Now we, are, we call ourselves Christians and we're just looking at the clock and okay, the plan, the when is this going to end? We're so disconnected. And God's word is ready and active, the Bible says. You know, that's what the, the Bible says. He is, is watching over his word to perform it. He's watching over his word. We are sleeping on his word. We must not be like that. God is watching over his word to, to perform it in our lives. We've got to be ready and available. You know, when the angel wakes up, I don't know how, how many of you have probably missed out the wake-up call from an angel. And I dread to think like that. I dread to think. I, oh, I don't even want to think. Because I'm a, little, I'm a little difficult to be woken up. It's a little difficult for people to wake me up. So some of those angels are coming to your home to, to, you know, when you are sleeping and try to wake you up. Don't be so disconnected. That's what I basically want to tell you. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Not just about physical sleep I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, being in a place of uh, spiritual passivity and not being able to connect with what the Spirit of the Lord is doing. Did you receive something? Are you challenged? Are you challenged? Are you encouraged? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's give thanks for the word. And let's just uh, ask the Lord to minister. Father, in the name of Jesus, we, we thank you, Lord. We, we thank you, Father, for what you've done. In the name of Jesus, we come to you. We, we ask of you, Lord, that this word that has been ministered to us will be etched on the tablets of our hearts. Lord, it will, it will change the trajectory of our life. This word will change the, the trajectory of our life. It will change the, the, the way we are moving. It will change the way we are having our beings on this earth. It will change the way we live upon this earth. To be mindful, to be well aware of what you are doing. Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. 
will you not be aware of it lord let that question let that question loom over us lord let, let that question hang over us we want to be aware of what you're doing we don't want to be disconnected lord we don't want to be taken aback by the angels we don't want to be taken aback by the the gravity of the fulfillment of your word the same excitement that we showed when the word was being released over us lord we want to keep that excitement till the very last till the fulfillment of that word comes to pass come at every single one of us here lord there are those who are waiting on you there are those who are given upon you oh the lord is showing me two categories this morning there are those of you who have who are waiting on him there are those who have almost given upon him there were many there were many girls in the nation of israel there were many jewish girls but only mary was chosen because she was humble she pondered god's word in her heart she treasured the word she was waiting for the fulfillment of the prophetic prophecies made by the prophets of old she remembered she was well connected to the word which came to her forefathers god is wanting some of you to shake up to wake up to shake up out of your slumber to come out of your slumber to come out of spiritual passivity and embrace the call of god confidently be connected the word that has been preached to you from the time you started listening to god's word the word that has been preached over you the word which has come to you through prophets the word which has come to you in your quiet time in your personal study of god's word let not let not slip into oblivion let not slip away into a place of forgetfulness remember forget none of his word remember his word remember his word i am the lord i will not change if god moved the hand of a little girl to write that this morning he wants to remember that i am the lord i will not change i will not change i will not change i will not i will not go against my word i will not recall my word but it will accomplish the purpose for which it was sent let the earth be ready let the earth be ready let the earth be available let the earth be prepared because the lord will send his seed the lord will send the rain the lord will send the snow for the word to germinate and to sprout and to grow but is the word, is is the earth available when the son of man comes will there be faith on this earth will you show faith will you present him a a, a a a a space full of faith a space in your heart full of faith for the word to take effect in your life thank you jesus thank you lord thank you pa thank you jesus hallelujah hallelujah thank you jesus wake up wake up wake up oh sleeper wake up from your sleep wake up wake up wake up wake up come out of your slumber wake up wake up the word is not sleeping the word is not idle the word is not inactive it is living and active 
God's word which came to you is living and active. It's powerful than any double-edged sword. It's active. The Lord God is watching over his word to perform it in your life. Do not go to sleep. Don't sleep on his word. Do not give up on his word. Do not give up on his word. Do not give up on his word. Circumstance, circumstances might tell you to give up, to pursue another dream. Circumstances might tell you to, to quit. Circumstances may tell you it's about time that you change pursuing that, that dream, that desire that God has planted in your heart. Circumstances might tell you that that word will not come to pass. But the Lord has sent me today to remind you that he is true. I am the Lord. I will not change. I will not change. I will not change. God remained faithful across 400 years of silence, as they call it. God was not silent. God was not sleeping. God did not slumber. God did not forget his word. Across those four centuries of silence, the Lord was active. He was watching over his word to perform it. So that the nations of the world will be blessed through the seed of Abraham. And the fullness of time came. God sent his son, Jesus, into this world. There is a fullness of time. For every word spoken to you, there is a fullness of time. Amen. There's a fullness of time. As we heard even last week, it's a time for you to be ready. It's a time for you to prepare. It's the time for you to understand what the Lord is doing. It's a time for you to realize the magnitude of the promises of God. Because he is able to connect the dots. He is able to join them together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And the Lord, even as I am praying, the Lord is reminding some of your prophecies that you have heard years back. Word that came to you years back. And you have not seen anything move much after that. But the Lord says, I am the Lord, I will not change. I will not change. I will not change my word. When you're ready, I'm ready, says the Lord. When you are ready, I'm ready, says the Lord. Some of you has to get ready. Some of you has to be prepared. Some of you need to learn. Some of you have to learn to, to respond to God's word the way Mary responded. Treasuring God's word. Pondering over it. The Lord will prove that he can use anybody. The Lord will prove that he can use anybody. Man, be willing to give up your, your dreams, your aspirations, your ambitions. Lay it all down and embrace the call of God. And he will prove his plans for you are greater. His plans are better. Are higher, his thoughts for you are higher than anything else that you can ever think of. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. May your name be glorified. May your name be glorified, Lord. We lift it up in our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hello, this is Nishad Dilipkoshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.